This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This week, we are talking all about why it is okay to cry and that expressing your emotions can be a really healthy thing. You'll learn how to use your emotions and feelings as a force for good in your life. Okay, David, so I know a lot of people may misunderstand our teachings and think that we always are saying that emotions and feelings are bad, you shouldn't be having bad feelings or painful feelings and we need to control them and hold on to them. And that's absolutely not what we're saying. Yes, you're right. I think that's the number one misunderstanding that people get from our teachings. When I say you are the creator of your emotions, not the victim, I am not saying you shouldn't create emotions. I am saying that you have to be responsible and accountable for the emotions that you create. And the emotions are always the consequence. They're the cart that follows the horse. It's your beliefs and thoughts that create the emotions. So emotions, appropriately, are normal, natural, wonderful. They make us human beings and we should celebrate them. And that is where people misunderstand. I am not saying you shouldn't experience emotions. For instance, if somebody you love is ill or dies, it is totally appropriate to experience and create grief and upset. That's totally appropriate. And that shouldn't be stopped. You should let that emotion flow naturally, authentically, Because it's very important for your body and your mind to create that emotion and let it go. And when we're doing the teachings, what we're saying is you shouldn't be trapped in that emotion. Emotions are always the consequence. You should be grounded in your spirituality and then you should celebrate your emotions. So David, if we feel upset, if we feel angry... If we feel any any sort of emotion, particularly now we're talking about negative emotions or painful emotions, uncomfortable feelings, what you're saying is it's okay and we should express those emotions in some sort of, I guess, ma- managed way, but we should still express because if we don't express... It's like in, I guess, in Chinese medicine terms, it's like holding on to the energy. We hold the chi within us, that energy of the emotion gets blocked within us. And if we try to squash it down and pretend it's like it's not there, or we believe that we we shouldn't because we're going to get criticized or judged for expressing the emotion, then that is also counterproductive. That's right, Alex. The word that I would use is appropriateness. We should be appropriate that the emotion matches the circumstances. So you're absolutely right. When you start to delve into this, you see that some people, I think this applies for men as well. I mean, there's a great saying about men shouldn't cry. 
But there really is nothing wrong with a man crying appropriately. But we've been told, a lot of men have been told, it's a sign of weakness. And so therefore, if something important is happening is in your life, and it would be appropriate for you to cry, and you don't cry exactly how you've described it, you create an emotional block. That emotion has to go somewhere. And so it disperses. And as you said in Chinese medicine, Chinese Taoist philosophy, it can go and affect your organs. So allowing that emotion to flow naturally and appropriately is the right thing to do. And the ancient Taoists have a wonderful saying that tears or crying is the first sign of the ice melting. Sometimes when you need to let go of something, just letting that emotion flow can be the first way to really connect with your spirituality. And I think the important difference I want to emphasize in this video <clears throat> Emotions are natural, normal, make us you a human being. We should celebrate them. But we shouldn't ground ourselves in emotions. We should always ground ourselves, anchor ourselves in our spirituality, in our authenticness. And so many of my clients ground themselves and just constantly telling themselves and telling other people how they feel. Mm -hmm. And they jump from one feeling to the other instead of saying emotions are always the consequence make them appropriate make them natural make them wonderful and then focus on the belief or thought that creates them so to my mind david it's like we acknowledge we have the emotional feeling we allow ourselves to express it in an appropriate way so whether that's for example crying with other people crying by ourselves you know expressing in whatever way we know is appropriate as an adult it's like that is the first valuable vital stepping stone in resolving the underlying issue so as you've said emotions are the consequence of more often than not of something in our belief system something in our thought patterns that has unsettled us that has upset us that has created the feelings of anger but we can't it's almost like we can't get at that logic we can't get at our authentic <clears throat> self when we are bottling up the emotion or if we make the decision to just constantly obsess and absorb and frankly wallow in the emotions so acknowledging them expressing them feeling the physiological feelings very very good and then for me it's like it's like clears one layer of the problem it I automatically start to feel a sense of release after I've expressed emotion now I can look at okay so what's going on here what am I thinking what am I saying to myself what am I believing about this person or this situation that needs to be dealt with here so really immense point you've just brought up Alex because so many people and I know it's going to be a harsh word that you said wallow in their emotions they just swim in one emotion after another now on two counts it's no good for the person because they are just 
swinging from one intense emotion to the other and never resolving the issue. So they get caught up in the emotion and they live in on an emotional plane. They ground themselves in as an emotion. And it's also equally as bad for those who love them in their family because all they're doing is constantly emotionally firefighting. They deal with one emotion, the emotion goes, then there's another emotion, anger, frustration, anxiety, worry, stress, tension. It's almost like you are on a deck of cards going from one to the other, to the other, to the other, and you never get to the cause. So this is why this teaching is so vital. Again, emotions are natural, they're normal, but do not identify yourself How many times in my career have I heard people say, I'm naturally a worrier. I'm naturally an anxious person, David. I'm naturally an angry person. I'm naturally a jealous person. You're not naturally. Emotions are what you create. Remember, that's why that teaching is so important. You are the creator of your emotions then you can't be the victim of them. You can't protect yourself from an emotion that you're creating. So the reality is, rather than saying I'm naturally a worrier, I'm naturally an angry person, what they should be saying is, I'm choosing to have thoughts and hold on to beliefs that are creating an emotion within me that I am feeling as anger. Or I am choosing to create worst case scenarios in my mind all the time, think things are going to go wrong, there's always going to be problems. And that is those thoughts are creating emotions of anxiety in me. That's right. And then the part of the mind that we call the inner child doesn't want anybody else or doesn't want to address the resolution and the deal with the problem. So what they do, as you said, they create the emotion to put people off, to keep people away. So the actual problem, as you say, uh, thinking of a worst case scenario, instead of saying, you know what, I have fallen into a trap of always thinking the worst case scenario. They don't want to say that. Mm, So what they say, well, I'm a natural warrior. I always think of the worst things. I can't get out of it. And it becomes their identity. Please do not let your emotions be your identity. Can I repeat that? You create your emotions. Do not let them become your identity. But David, I think that the reason why people do that is one because they don't know any better they've only ever lived in their emotions and this kind of roller coaster of um, creating and experiencing emotions and then hoping they're going to go away and then maybe doing something maybe having a good cry or having a good outburst and then the emotions feel a bit better momentarily or going out buying a new dress or a new car and then I feel a little bit better you know doing a kind of almost emotional avoidance so they either live their life through that but never then never take responsibility never dig down to look at the root cause or they live with the tactic of living through being grounded in their emotions because 
they have found perhaps from childhood when they keep expressing, wallowing, being emotional, that they get attention and they get reassurance and that someone else will swoop in and make them feel better and put the sticking plaster on or sort out the problem for them. You're absolutely right. <laughs> the problem is they can't do that if they're watching this video, Alex. <laughs> I know. Because now they know. And it is like an actor, an actor on the stage living for the applause. And when they get the applause, oh my goodness, they feel so wonderful. And when the curtain drops, then it goes away. Emptiness, and then you're Empty. back to square one. Absolutely. And so you're just living for the next applause. You're just living for the next, like donuts, you're just living for the next fix to try and fill the gap because you identify through your emotions. And this is why it's so important. This teaching is so important. I can say, along with a golden thread, you are the creator of your emotions, not the victim, is something I would really want you to meditate on. Remember, emotions are natural, normal, In fact, you should celebrate them. But please don't ground yourself and see yourself as your emotions. Emotions are always the consequence. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with them. And if you are saying, for instance, I'm always worrying, then do the golden thread. I'm creating worry. Why do I create worry? And then you'll go down. Well, I always look for the worst case scenario. Why do you always look for the worst case scenario? Because I want to make myself safe. Why do you want to make yourself safe? Because I want to be emotionally protected. Well, don't you agree that you create your emotions? If you create your emotions, how can you protect yourself against an emotion that you're creating? Those two together are one of the most powerful techniques that you can do for yourself don't need to go to a therapist. You can do this very simply. You can do it now as you're watching. Just drop your shoulders, take a breath, and find that center place where you're feeling calm. And just say, let's use that one again. You're a warrior. Don't identify yourself as a warrior. Change that wording. I choose, see now this is going to be difficult for you. I choose to create worry. Now the golden thread. Why do I choose to create worry? And then you follow the golden thread down, the self-inquiry, asking yourself why, why, why. And every question, it's normally about three, four questions, occasionally it's as many as five or six. But you'll be surprised how quickly you get down to it. You're getting down to that part of your mind that we call the inner child. And this will nearly always arrive from your childhood and exactly what you said, then you see that you're using the emotions for different reasons. As you said, to gain attention, to somebody to step in. I call it the emotional fairy godmother to step in and to sort all your problems out. The emotional fairy godmother doesn't exist. I'm very sorry to tell you that. It's like Father Christmas. (laughs) doesn't exist. So you've got to understand the problem. You've got to understand it, then accept and resolve the problem. So, David, I think for people making this shift for the first time, thinking, okay, I'm going to try this as a new tactic, 
rather than grounding myself in my emotions because I can see that the emotions keep bubbling up time and again and really nothing gets resolved and I just go round in circles and experiencing the same discomforts. What you've just described, that self-inquiry process, can sound very clunky, very like dry. And for some people, they'd say, well, it's just much easier just to express the emotion and then get someone else to make me feel better. But what they don't realise is when you operate on that tactic of managing your life, depending on other people to make you feel better, you're giving your power to other people. You're disempowering yourself. It's much better to learn this, what would be a little bit clunky at first, this self-inquiry process, but then the next time it's easier. The third time it's even easier. The fourth time it's, you automatically know what the root cause of your worry is, what the root cause of your anger is, what the root cause of your upset is, because we've been here before, you know it's the same patterns keep repeating. So once you become consciously aware of your patterns, it's like you can sort them out so much quicker and you're not dependent on other people to be there for you to sort out, sort out the internal mess. That's right, Alex. And there's two things you said there which I want to address. Number one, the, this wanting other people to step in and sort it out or change. You want other people to change and be like you would want them. Never works. It never will work. It cannot work. And so therefore you're on the carousel of despair and you're just going round and around and around and around and stuck. And secondly, I agree with you at the beginning, taking accountability doing the self-inquiry for yourself can seem a bit clunky and a bit difficult. But every time you fall victim and you become the victim of your emotions and you want someone else to save you emotionally, what you're doing is more profound because you're moving away from your spirituality, from the core of who you are. And as you know, at the core of the Wu Wei wisdom message is you are a spiritual being. And I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about anything outside of you. I'm talking about your spirit. You are more than a physical, material being. And if you doubt what I'm saying, look at somebody you love, a child, a parent, a partner, and look at them and tell me that all they are is what you see. There is something about them. There is non-material. And whatever you want to call that, their energy, their spirit, their essence, I would call that their Shen. And every time you fall into this trap about looking externally for other people to save you, to sort out your problems, to change, to make it right for you, you're doing something far more profound than being stuck on the carousel. You're moving step by step by step away from who you really are. And you will never find that true, authentic, <clears throat> profound essence of who you are when you keep moving away. So, David, I think what we're saying here is that emotions really are 
a force for good in our life if we use them in the right way. They are the top level. They are the most overt, obvious indicator that something is happening in terms of our thought process and our beliefs or our external situation that needs to be addressed. But that it's the emotions aren't the problem. They should be expressed and experienced. But then we need to do the deeper work. And that's how we learn the life lessons. That's how we progress in life. That's how we become very self-empowered and in control of our own life. I think the way that I like to look at it is when you're getting these very strong, intense emotions, it's a signal, it's a sign that you need to do the inner child work. Mm. And it really, in that sense, it's the most beneficial. If you are stuck in anxiety, worry, stress, anger, whatever you want to call it, I call it a red light emotion, you know, for you, and only you can do this, there is some inner child work for you to do. And I would say that's why emotions are a force for good. I think they're positive. Even what you would class as a very negative emotion, anxiety, fear, I believe that is a force for good. That's why I prefer to call them a red light feeling because they're warning you. It's like a red light coming on the dashboard of your car. If you were driving your car and the red light come on the dashboard of your car, it's telling you there's something wrong in the engine. It's not telling you the light is faulty. It's the same as an emotion. When you are constantly experiencing fear, anxiety, look at it as a red light. It's a good thing. It's a warning. And it's telling you that you need to do something much deeper under the bonnet and it needs your attention mm. and in last week's teaching if you check that out we discussed the connection between our emotions and our inner child so if you'd like to get a quick overview of that connection that david just talked about and why the inner child work is so important please do check out last week's long form teaching on that david thank you for that i will put a link in our show notes to our golden thread process teaching playlist was which has lots more long-form teachings on there to help you understand your emotions and do this self-inquiry process so that the emotions can become this positive force guiding force for good in your life so you can do that deeper work thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei wisdom life lesson You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuwaywisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy and in your flow.